my brown girl magic where i share some of my parenting entrepreneurship and relationship tips while i don't claim to be an expert i have had some experiences some made me laugh some made me cry but through it all i learned and with that i wanted to share some of those things with you welcome to my brown girl magic episode one hi guys and thank you for joining my name is Sakina and I'm your host. I wanted to come on here just to kind of tell you guys what to expect from this podcast, what it should be about. Um, let me start about te- by telling you a little bit about me. As I mentioned before, my name is Sakina. I'm a mother of three. One is in college. One is in middle school and one is in elementary school. They're all kind of spread apart and they all have different experiences and they all have been through a lot. I'm also starting this journey of entrepreneurship. This will be my fourth go around at it. In the past, I've already had three businesses and they failed all three of them. A little bit about those businesses were they were shoe, it was an online shoe store, an online clothing boutique, and jewelry. These were all three different times. I wanted to kind of share with you those businesses of what they were, and I was going to kind of give you a synopsis of how I think that they failed. The shoe businesses, the shoe business was the first one. It was online. I actually um, flopped that one because I invested money into a hope. That whole theory of buy it or get it and they will buy it is not true. I think with having an online boutique of any sort, you have to learn to remove yourself from the whole thing, if that makes sense, but still by keeping a little piece of you. What I mean by that is your personal style and taste might only reach a few. You have to have an eye to be able to see stuff that can be forecasted or trending or trend out in the future trending to know that it will sell. Just because you like it don't mean that 50 more other people like it. So that's the hard part. The shoe business, I believe, flopped. I actually invested $1,200 in that business. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but it is a lot when it's only your hustle and you have to take care of kids and you have to make sure the bills get paid and you have a full-time job as well, that that money is your bread and butter. So when I spent that $1,200. I just knew that everybody was going to buy these shoes. There was no if, ands, and buts about it. Needless to say, I had these boxes of shoes and I maybe had four or five boxes. I don't remember. It's been years ago. And out of the four or five boxes, typically in a box of shoes, when you order them by the case, there could be anywhere from 12 to 24 boxes of shoes. It just depends. Put it this way, out of those five boxes, I maybe only sold 10. You do the math. I, um, that 
those shoes actually just sat there for at least two years after I didn't sell anything. And I ended up donating those shoes to the Goodwill because they were just sitting in my house collecting dust. That was money lost. Well, about two and a half, three years later, I decided to give it a try again at another business, which was clothing. Once again, I... At this point, actually, I'm sorry, at this point, I actually opened up a line of credit. I had people placing orders and I placed the order and you have to buy them in bulk. So somebody might have ordered one of the dresses that I put on my site and I ordered the whole bundle, which that was the only way to buy it. Keep in mind, most things come in increments of six or 12 or 24, depending on which manufacturer that you're buying it from. Needless to say, again, I, I was sitting on a lot of merchandise. That merchandise ended up sitting there for a couple years again. And I, once again, gave that stuff to the Goodwill, tried to clearance out as much as I can to sell it, get it out. And the rest of it, I actually just gave to the Goodwill. I'm sorry, excuse me for that. The next business I had that flopped was jewelry. And that one wasn't as much of an investment because it was just buying the beading. I was actually making earrings and I was selling it at the place that I was working at at that time. And that business ended up flopping because I literally just stopped. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm so sorry. The other business that those three businesses, I believe, flop because of lack of research. A lot of times we see stuff um, on social media and we see stuff that is trending and we're just like, I can do that. That's no problem. But what you don't see is the back end of how long has that person been doing that? What was the beginning stage of it? Because sometimes you have to go through that beginning stage for at least a year or better before people people feel comfortable from buying anything from you. And a lot of us, we either quit too early or we start too fast. And that was kind of the filter that I was in at that moment. Um, I wanted to share those businesses with you. And I also wanted to give you um, five things that I think would have been a little bit better had I done these things. The number one thing that I can recommend to anybody is do your research. Do the research. Make sure it's something that you're thinking about constantly, constantly. You love it. You want to do it. You're passionate about it. Do your research. Do the research on whatever business that you're trying to go into to see what kind of license that you need to have. See, know your local taxes for your your city, state. Do your research. Read. Find out. Internet is too handy right now. Google it. But do your research, number one. Number two, use social media as your marketing. 
right now, social media is popping. I mean, wherever, whatever social platform you use, it is popping. It is free marketing and it is just so much better than it's ever been far as marketing is what I'm in referencing to marketing because before people had to pay to market marketing now is pretty much free unless you're doing the advertising on your Facebook or your Instagram or your Pinterest and different things like that but we'll talk about that another time but use your social use your social platforms for me that was the hardest piece because I'm private I'm really not into the posting everything on social media that's just not who I am but I'm getting out of that because you have to be on social media for your business it is very crucial to your business the other thing is with social media this kind of ties into your social media learn how to use each platform Each platform is to be used differently. They're not all to be used the same. That is key. You cannot use Facebook the way you use Instagram. You cannot use Instagram the way you use Pinterest. You can't use Pinterest the way that you use Twitter. You can't use Twitter the way that you use Snapchat. All of them work differently. But do your research. And if you're going to invest any kind of money Invest and learn, get get you some learning tools or some classes to teach you how to work each one because there is an art to it. Whether you believe it or not, there is an art to each social platform. The next thing is remember that it's your dream and I'm speaking about your business, whatever it is. This is your dream. It's not your family members. It's not your friends. It's not the people that you run across at work that you share with. It's not their dream. People will always try to figure out a way to mold your dream or your business to cater to them. And at the end of the day, it's not theirs. I can't tell you how many times I might have I might have been wanting to do something For example, a lot of people know that I sew, I make clothing and everybody always say the same thing. Why don't you start your own boutique? Why don't you start this? That's not what I'm passionate about. I know how to sew. I like to sew, but that's not what I'm passionate about. Do not allow others to mold and carve out your dream it is yours it has been given to you and keep it to you keep it the way you think it's going to work because once you start to let other people come in and carve your dream or mold your dream it starts to just get kind of messy and crazy and it's just not keep it at your dream it is yours that's why I was given to you And then the very last one is never be afraid to ask for help. This is actually two parts to this last piece. Ask for help and listen to others that have had a business, a successful business, not just a business, a proven successful business. And if they've had a proven successful business, you can learn from them. I didn't say take from them. You can learn from them. Let's go back to the ask for help. We are so afraid 
to ask for help, especially people with children, people that need the help. One of the things I struggled with was I'm the person that chose to be this busy or I did this or I did that. I was afraid to ask my mom to pick up my children from school or I was afraid to ask my dad could he watch them for a little bit or I was afraid to ask you know grandpa to do this that whole thing of it takes a village is very true just remember that it takes a village not so much to help you with children but even to nurture your dream if you have friends sincere friends that are willing to help you Allow them to help you and use the strength that they have to designate where you want them to be active in your business. That's a very key piece. You're in the beginning stage of your businesses and most businesses do not have money or a lot of money, but we do have family and friends, but you got to be careful because that's when that whole carving of your dream come. Don't allow them to carve your dream. Allow them to help with your dream, but not to carve and mold your dream. And then that other piece was listen to the people that have had a business or have a business that are successfully running their business. They have more to offer than you know. They can share information with you of things that you might not know. They can share um, tips with you of ones that you might not know. They can be helpful. So just listen. I want to end this podcast. I would like to be, be able to interview small businesses that are successful that could be beneficial to us all, ones that can share tips with me, with you, with all of us, because what I'm finding that in business is a circle. It just keeps going around. It's a circle and we all can learn from one another. There might be some things that I know that you guys don't necessarily know. There might be some things that you guys know that I don't necessarily know. This podcast is for learning, for learning about anything that has to do with parenting, entrepreneurship, all of those things. We're here to learn from one another. And that's what I I hope that this podcast would do for everybody. So the hope is to be able to reach out to some small businesses, um, some counselors, schools, everywhere just to get some information that I can possibly share with you some things that can maybe shed some light to your situation. I hope you guys enjoyed this first initial podcast. Um, If you have any questions or you want to reach out to me, you have any feedback, anything, any questions you want to answer, any suggestions for the show, You guys can email me at mybrowngirlmagic at gmail.com. You guys can follow me on social platforms. I am on Snapchat. I am on Twitter. I am on Instagram. I am on Facebook. All across the board and Pinterest at mybrowngirlmagic. 
Thank you so much, you guys. Have a good one.